All right. Welcome back to episode 66 of the Idols to Rivals podcast. I'm your host, Jack. Again, 66 episodes. Every time I hear that number and it, it just keeps going, it, it gets crazy. The goal is obviously get to 100, 1,000, whatever it may be. I think Joe Rogan's at like 2,000 at this point. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. This is the Idols to Rivals podcast. There's a video version of it posted every Thursday morning. That is on YouTube. If you just search Idols to Rivals, there's also a Spotify version and an Apple Music version, Android as well. If you have an Android, I don't know anyone that listens to podcasts on Androids, but we have a special guest here and a little bit of a backstory. I've known this guy for pretty much my whole life, my whole life that I can recall, played sports together forever, lived around each other for quite a while, and was one of the main reasons I actually moved down to South Florida and kind of kind of crazy how after being apart for, I don't know, 10 years spend a spring break with him for a week where he was going to school the whole time. And then next thing you know, three years later, I moved down within 20 miles of him. So that guest is Shane. And so I'll let him introduce himself and kind of tell his side of the story. What's up guys. Uh, thanks for having me, Jack. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty wild, honestly. Um, the relationship that we have and how it's kind of come full circle, uh, you being in South Florida now too. Um, but yeah, I, I came down to South Florida in about uh, 2015, uh, played lacrosse at Lynn University, um, really haven't had a reason to leave since. So um, down here, I, I've done a couple internships um, in the media world, um, did an internship at ESPN West Palm, did a couple radio shows at FAU, um, as well as some, some sports podcasting at Lynn as well. Um, so really excited to get into it and uh, appreciate you having me. Of course, of course. And so I actually didn't know, I knew there was an ESPN connection, but how did you kind of get hooked up with, with, I mean, the biggest brand in, in sports, if we're being honest. Yeah. So ESPN West Palm, um, it's actually, it's called Good Karma Brand. So it's an affiliate. Um, they're, they're, they just do the digital marketing side for ESPN. Um, but I, I got connected with that through Lynn University, um, really just went to um, like a career day there. They were there, um, got introduced to a couple of people there, followed up with them. Um, did another internship at the Collegiate League of the Palm Beaches, which is where um, the Nationals and Astros do spring training. Um, so really kind of built a resume there to be able to eventually leverage that to get that internship at ESPN West Palm um, and, and got it and had a great time. Got, got asked back for a second internship, um, ultimately just kind of went a different route after that. Gotcha. So were you in kind of the West Palm? So it was an affiliate. So they did the marketing for, I don't really, marketing can kind of confuse me. Are you, are you given, you know, images, videos, whatever it may be ads, and then you distribute them? Is that kind of how that operates? So they do the digital marketing for them. So like any, so it's all like geo-targeting as well. So like um, if you're watching ESPN, right. And you're getting like a local car commercial or any type of like commercial, that's kind of like in your area, um, like that's set up through them and they're, the affiliate that does that, but they also have their independent radio show um, and a ton of other things that they do out of that office. Um, and that's kind of like how they're able to keep the ESPN brand. But um, yeah, they, they have uh, their own radio show on 107.3 as well. Um, and that's where um, I kind of helped out on some sides of that. And then they also um, helped do the broadcasting for like FAU football um, on the air and whatnot. And that was kind of like the side that I was in on in terms of the production team um, of like cutting radio copy, doing like live um, like radio cuts for like any ads that they had um, and really setting that up. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so you have a, also the FAU connection. And so mm -hmm. you said you were, you were 
were you ever on like the broadcasting of like the games or, or was it kind of after the fact or how did that kind of play out? No. So, so we were, so I have two connections for you actually. So like we were doing um, like on the ESPN side of things, um, I was uh, uh, like, we were cutting the game. So like we didn't have them doing the live broadcast, like, on on 107.3 the radio and like we would be cutting um like the live feed of that on air and like pretty much putting that out and then um obviously you like you gotta cut to commercial break whatnot so people like pay for those sponsored ads to be in there and so you're running those ads for those companies um and then like cutting whatever like say there's like a big play in the first half right so you have to like right. mark that's like the full production side of things and um that were also interns during that time and so we actually started a radio show at fau um two of those kids went to fau and so they um, got connected within the radio center there um and we actually started our own sports radio show which um we did for a couple months it was uh, super fun interesting and so the two other kids that you were doing it with they were at fau at the time yes yeah Gotcha. Gotcha. That's see, that's something that I think is so badass, especially for a college, yeah. you know, obviously we'll talk about pros in college here in a minute, but, uh, mm-hmm. dude, being at a college is just so different, especially being involved, even in the sports world, whether it be, I had, um, somebody I knew that went to Auburn and they had, they were close with, you know, uh, Jared Stidham, a couple of the other guys, I can't remember their running back's name. Cause you know, fuck Auburn. But anyway, when you're in, it's true. It, whoever was with Stidham, because who actually ended up marrying okay. someone I grew up with forever, which is, you know, just a small world. But, you know, being surrounded world. by that or, you know, just being around that, whether it be in some, you know, if you're if you're filming the games, if you're working, because a lot of that stuff, students, you know, have a, have a broadcast being involved in sports on like a different level than just spectating in college is just, I think, one of the most badass things in the entire world. Oh, and it looks like we froze yeah, out definitely. a little bit. There we go. Okay. I got you back. My thing is pausing, but yeah, no, it's, that's super cool. Um, I didn't realize that you had that. Yeah, it's pretty, uh, like that. oops, sorry. Good. Yeah. As I was gonna say, it was super cool. I mean, we uh, were broadcasting to like two people, so they were tuning in <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, <laughs> as, I mean, it, it was still, it was cool. It was, it was a good experience and really just being able to like be in front of a mic like that and get that experience of like, doing something through a radio station and having that authenticity of it um, was cool. And I did the same thing at Lynn as well, um, which was nice. Even less viewers probably had one there, but still. <laughs> hey, I, hey, who gives a fuck? The point is, it's <laughs> shit. But so were you in a full setup, like a full studio? Like you have the mics yeah. hanging down? Oh, see full, full setup. So it was sick. Oh, that's the, that's the fucking dream. But kind of going yeah, forward cool. with, uh, with the sports, we were, we attended a, a game and actually, no, let's go through college football real quick, just because I got to get the okay. monkey monkey off my back. Um, so I have to apologize to the Crimson Tide and, and the Crimson Tide Nation. Um, as an alumni, my actions were inexcusable. I uh, I left the bar that I was at uh, up 21-3, and we all know how the game turned out. Almost lost it because I got a little too cocky and forgot to remember my roots. And um, – when I tell you I was surrounded by gator chops the entire time, I was. I regret my decision, and I thank God and Saban that we did not lose that game because that was the closest game I've watched in a while. Even even with – I was thinking about the national title game. It, that wasn't even – like 
it was, that was a quarter and I was like, all right, well, let's, let's get after it. We're done with the game. And uh, that was the closest game I've seen in a while, especially being in South Florida. That sucks ass to be in that situation. Almost went to that game if I had uh, the excess funds, but yeah, that was not a, not a good look. I don't know what your takeaways from college football of uh, week three were, but uh, Alabama kind of scared the shit out of me. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Um, this weekend was kind of uh, not necessarily watching as much college football as much as enjoying the games at the, at the place. But uh, I did, uh, I did watch the, the Bama UF game and um I don't know the fact that I mean I, I'm not gonna lie I had UF plus 17 so I, I was kind of okay with the comeback at the end yeah, but I um I mean Bryce Young is still Heisman I mean I think he's the number one Heisman candidate um, in the country so I think the thing that I've never seen and of course everyone's gonna be like you know you're just gassing up an Alabama player if somebody else did it I'd, I'd compliment them too but when he has like a defensive end running mm-hmm. like behind his perimeter where you think it's like your blind spot and he takes those two steps forward without turning his head that I've never seen any, like people say pocket awareness. I've yeah, never noticed awareness. it. Yeah, exactly. I've never noticed it before until he's done. it. Yeah. And I mean, like that, that's a good UF team. Like they're, they're a good team. So, and they, uh, I mean, they were able to put them away. Um, so I don't know. I think, uh, I mean, I don't know who's going to beat Alabama the rest of the year. Oh, we got a couple of dude. Old Miss is weirdly coming out of nowhere being good. Yeah. Yeah. Lane train, baby. Is Lane Kiffin still there? I thought he moved on. He's been hopping teams head like coach. crazy. Uh, he's the, he's, the, he's the head coach. Didn't yeah. he come down here for a little bit? He was at FAU for a while. Yeah. Was it FAU? I thought it was USF for some reason. But... Yeah. So, yeah, he was at FAU. And um, actually, when I was at ESPN West Palm, we did uh, the radio show for Lane Kiffin. Got to meet him a couple times. Stand up, dude. <laughs> and he loves his uh, college girls. That's that's <laughs> <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lane Kevin. I absolutely no, just... <laughs> love him. <dude. laughs> I don't know. Hey, allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, yes. Allegedly. But no, it's definitely confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> definitely happened. Yeah, definitely, but... definitely a fact. But FAU and Ole Miss are Lane Kiffin. If you could print oh. Lane Kiffin out <laughs> in a nutshell. Absolutely. Yeah. I actually think Matt Corral, now that we're talking about Ole Miss a little bit, I think Matt Corral is, is in the high, is, is betting. Yeah. Wise I t- it's, in- it's one and two. I think, I think it's Bryce oh. Young and then him. Cause I, I just have a feeling, I mean, I don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to like, you know, it always ends up how the team does. And I don't think Ole Miss is going to be able to keep this up. Um, but I mean, we'll see. But Matt Corral has also had himself hell of a year. Yeah. And he was, he was, and I don't even want to say, I'm not even going to bring it up. I'll bring it up at the end of the season, but he looks, I thought he was looking good last year. Like I had, I had that gut feeling of like, damn, he's actually kind of, he's kind of playing and playing, especially against Old Miss. I never say that. I couldn't even name one person on Old Miss besides Matt Corral at the moment. Do they have a, a wide out, a good wide out? Or am I just... they have a, I think they have a running back, a low key, I think his name is Snoopy. Snoopy. <laughs> or something like Snoop oh. something. Like he's oh like, a, he's a dog. <laughs> I, I just remember in week one, he just absolutely ran through somebody. <laughs> That's if you got a name like that, you got to be just fucking balls to the wall. <laughs> funny got, story, dog. Funny story about funny names. Um, and Sean, who is not on this episode, and, and don't freak out, everybody. He'll be back. But uh, <laughs> he, uh, I was talking about, and this is this story is horrible for me. But batches somebody on Tinder, right? Send a message. 
or it might've been an Instagram DM. I can't remember, but sure enough, you know, this was three months ago and I'm like, all right, well just got left on scene and she pops up on my Instagram feed and she's sitting on a charger in a gas station. I'm like, damn that. And it looks like a football player sitting next to her. And I mean, how is every football player not taking a picture sitting on the hood of a charger in a gas station oh. at night? <laughs> <laughs> and so, and so I come to find out it's a, uh, it's an Auburn player. And I'm like, damn, this guy looks familiar. And I'm talking to Sean about it. I'm like, dude, I got ghosted for an Auburn quarterback, cornerback. And uh, I'm like, yeah, his name's like fucking <laughs> Smoke Tuesday. And I'm like, what? And he's like, I, you wouldn't believe it. It's the craziest name. And Sean's like, what are you talking about? I was like, his name is Smoke, last name Tuesday. And I go on for this for like 30 minutes. And he finally Googles it. He goes, hey, dumbass, it's Smoke Monday. And I was like, oh, fuck. I was oh, like, I, I was close idiot. enough. I was close enough. I was a, a, a weekday off, which I never had. But uh, yeah, I got absolutely. Hell of a name, though. That has to be in the Hall of Fame of absolutely absurd football names. Hall of Fame. Absolutely yeah. Hall of Fame. Oh, and uh, yeah, absolutely botched that operation. But I just had to. So I got ghosted for that guy, which I get it. He's probably going, you know, in the NFL. So what does what, what he have that you don't? You know what? Now that I think about it, I'm going to get into that, actually. You know what? Let's, let's just not get into that. <laughs> anyway, so, so yeah, college football. And so you're Iowa, right? Yeah, big Hawkeye fan. Doing well, undefeated. Yeah, I was going to say, aren't top you guys 10. ranked top 10? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, I've yeah, always Iowa liked Iowa. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, tight end you. Some would say DBU, but. Definitely not. <laughs> Who the fuck says <laughs> DBU for Iowa? Right, we, we have a lot. We have a lot of DBs in the NFL. That's the only reason I said that. I could offensive line that. and tight end. You, I'll give you Kevin tight end. King. Kevin King. I'll give you. Stuff. I'll Josh give you. Jackson. O line. Tight ends. <laughs> tight, ends <laughs> tight ends as well. Yes, tight ends. O line. I'll give you that. Although Notre Dame kind of prints them out left and right. What offensive O-line. line? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Notre Dame. Yeah. I'd say yeah. I, agree, a big but, I mean, I would say I can't name a better uh, a school that puts out better tight ends than Iowa. No facts. hundred percent agree. The problem is I would like them a lot more if they didn't look like the Steelers every time I watch them. It's my one complaint. I, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I actually can't remember a time that I've watched an Iowa game and have not rooted for them. Like I've, they've never played anybody that I've been like, damn, I want the other team to win. Yeah. There's a good wholesome I mean, group of guys. How can you not? And the best tradition in college football in the beginning of the game, waving to the hospital. Yeah, that's just good unreal. It's, it's great. Like good, just good dudes all around. Good Midwestern, just hospitality. <laughs> it's so funny that you're a fucking Hawkeyes it's, fan. I don't know, super random, but you know, <laughs> go Hawks. Hey, we're rolling with a hey, go Hawks, baby. But yeah, have you been to a game like a home game where they wave to people? I've heard it's it, one uh, of the craziest when I was moments a kid, ever. I, I've been when I was a kid, um, like growing up, because my, my dad's side of the family is from Iowa, um, but not not that I remember really. I was like eight or like seven, like when I went to the game. So, I'd love for them to be a sneak into the uh, into the old college football playoffs. I think that's what. Well, I mean, with means. Ohio with Ohio State losing, I mean, anything's possible. If we, there's a very good chance that, that can happen. I just hope. Do you guys play Ohio State? Before the end of the year? Yeah, yeah, we will. But they're okay. also in the other side of the Big Ten Conference, so. Gotcha, gotcha. You need to just beat the brakes off of them. Yeah, and then Michigan's low-key good, too, so. I was just, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, you guys you guys got a couple powerhouses in there, but uh, 
definitely rooting for him up there. But want to talk about something something we both experienced this weekend, which I think we had. I think we had two very different experiences. Although maybe definitely did. (laughs) So we went to the separately two different two fully different squads. Um, We went to uh, the Bills Dolphins game, which of course fucking Tua gets hurt three snaps in and. And also, I think Raekwon got hurt, too. Like, every Alabama player on the Dolphins got just battered and bruised. And I was up in the nose. We parked in Timbuktu. I mean, we parked almost in Cuba. We had to walk a mile and a half to get there. We were in the gravel lot. It was – I mean, it was a fun walk. It's You're drinking. You have a case of beer just walking down the road. It's a good time. It's football. It's Sunday football. You can't complain. But it was the hottest day in South Florida I've ever experienced. And it varies a little bit from you because, you know, tell us about how you, how you arrive. Yeah. So, okay. First off on that same token, we kind of got boned as well, bought a parking pass for like 150 bucks. Yikes. Turns out didn't even, didn't even need to use it. Pulled into the yellow lot. Like it was nothing, not even that far from the stadium free parking. And I was like, okay, well that sucks. But, um, yeah, we like we brought a grill, um, fired up a tailgate, had cornhole, you know, really went after it. Um, not as so we weren't really around any like Bill's Mafia or, or anything like that. We brought a folding table, fully prepared to break it, and <laughs> did not get the chance to break it. Um, oh. Just definitely not the environment around us. It was more of like a family type of tailgate setting was like it was okay um but then yeah we had um unreal seats on the 50 yard line and um really enjoyed honestly we had the club level seats so yeah bougie there you go and you were we were i was wondering if you were going to be in the the one patch because hard rock stadium which i'm falling in love with and knew i'd love has a same unreal obviously a cutout at the top maybe not obviously but the middle of it is cut out for like over the field but when the sun kind of comes down it uh it can get into like the expensive seats it can be right in your face like on the 50 i guess away side so it really but whatever and uh you're talking about like the super nice seats on the the home side that have like the like the, the super nice chairs no 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 i'm talking about the sun comes down on like it's no it's on the way side it's on the side you are sitting on but the sun okay. comes through and then it's just like the first like 10 rows in that oh, rectangle okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. just get fucking body torched yeah yeah and so i was curious to see if you were there and you show up in all i was repping bill's mafia because oh. sean's a bill's fan this guy listen shows up this. in in one of the wildest outfits i've ever seen so listen to this i'm wearing the new packers throwback jair alexander jersey with a straw Packers hat clearly targeted Instagram ad that just got me and I'm walking around the stadium and people are just coming up to me like both Bills and Dolphins fans just like you're at the wrong game and I'm like no I'm not like nope I'm not like fuck you (laughs) and they're just like giving me so much shit and I'm just like all right whatever uh Packers are better than both of your teams so let's go I'm cool with it um but yeah no and uh, not only that, though, I was with a crew of somebody wearing a John Elway jersey, and then two of our other friends didn't have any football jerseys to wear. So inevitably, I was like, here, take my LaDainian Tomlinson jersey and take my Chris Johnson jersey for you guys to wear to the game. So we're walking around Island of Misfit Toys in a Hard Rock Stadium, and everyone's like, yo, where, what are you guys doing? They're just like, eh, whatever, <laughs> we're going to the game. 
Yeah, I saw your your Snapchats after the fact, and the champagne bottle sabering that just exploded oh, was elect. If you don't know what sabering is, it's where you basically <laughs> you're supposed to get like a normally a sword or saber, hence the the yeah. name, and then you slide it up the seam of a champagne bottle, and it, it eloquently and just stab the middle of it and expect it to do the same thing. Is that I what mean, it was? was a <laughs> Literally the same spatula that we were just flipping burgers with. So like also hot at the same time. And you're just like, oh yeah, this will work. <laughs> the face of confusion hey, when it's just like- Unreal hot. content though. Unreal content. content. <laughs> do it for the content, if anything. But when I saw his face, was he wearing the LA jersey? Yeah, he's wearing the yeah. John LA jersey. Yeah, he just- he just kind of looks up and you just zoom in on his face. He's, he's just like, you could have, you could have ah. showed him the center of the universe and he would have been less confused. He was like, what? Had well, no here, idea. You want to know the, you know, I know the part that I didn't get the part that he, of him drinking it after with just shards of glass in it. Oh, oh my God. What an animal beast. I'm just pissed that you, I'll tell you what. I thought we were going to be kind of outnumbered. Obviously, we were in the cheap seats, so we were kind of where the bills were at, which made some of the best friends of my life. And uh, I'm being a Bills fan at a Bills game is something almost biblical. I mean, people walk up to you, people, and people don't really chirp Bills fan. Like you can't chirp Bills Mafia. It's yeah, like, it's like don't be that. They're guy. diehard fans. Like they love their team, and they've been through it all they've been through the thick of it right <laughs> so it's like it's like good for them honestly it is and it's it's a respect thing that's why i was rocking it you know i wanted to have some Tua gear on but fuck it i was with sean and his his fam but uh yeah it's like it's probably a good idea for you to not wear that either especially that game yeah i was i was worried it looked bad i was like dude tell me i'm not here for Tua's first game i was there for to his first game and i'm there for his last that would have been a kick in the fucking dick the first time i see him in the pros i think that came out today that he fractured it like officially fractured his ribs i thought it was i thought they came out it came back better than expected it did at first and then i think today they're like yeah he fractured him they found like some type of fracture so i don't know i mean that's tough like that sucks it happens you know thank god i'm not a dolphins fan too or else i'd be crushed my buddy who just spent um a thousand dollars on two rookie cards you have to wait a little bit longer for those to uh those to really catch fire ever those to kick it but dude so we're sitting up in the cheap seats and i've never seen this happen especially not with a bill's mafia member we're sitting we're standing up and me me and sean are pretty tall guys and uh, we just hear somebody yelling from like the really cheap seats, like sit down, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to watch the game. And it's fourth down Their Bills are about to score. And we turn around and it's fucking Santa Claus in a Bills jersey. And Sean's like, dude, who is yelling that? And he's like, he's like, sit down. And he's like, you were yelling. that." He goes, dude, same team, same team. And he goes, same team, sit the fuck down. And Sean's like, what did you just say same team and so then all of the these bills fans just in a circle kind of just turn around on him and they're just like what the fuck are you doing i lost my mind i was yelling at him i was just like i've never seen directly behind you like was he directly behind you no he wasn't like the exact row he was i'd say you know four rows up which which when you're up in the 300 level it's a vertical drop so he was basically (laughs) 30 feet above us and uh, I'd never seen that. I've never seen that at any game I've ever been to where the same same 
team is barking at each other, especially the Bills after flying down from Buffalo to Miami, and you're going to yell at another guy for standing up. In a in a Santa suit? <laughs> no, he wasn't, he, he wasn't in a Santa suit. He looked, <laughs> no, he like, I was he like, if like he's wearing him. a Bills Mafia Santa suit, and he's telling you guys to sit down, like, this guy sucks. <laughs> this guy is the worst human being on earth. But it was just funny. The, uh, the Bills fans love you guys. I feel like an honorary member of Bills Mafia. Not the best looking crew I've ever seen. I'm going to have to say. Oh, no. They're a raggedy bunch. But, hey, do they love football and their team? And that's, hey, that's all you can ask for. But it's just funny seeing, you know, Miami fans in their crop top, like, tan skin. And it's just, like, dirty buffalo sweatpants. Like, those furry sweatpants that the girl in PE never did the mile in. The, 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 uh, the Cookie Monster ones, but buffalo. And then you just have the Miami Miami supermodel with her tatted up boyfriend just walking in the same direction. It's like, same, same, but different yeah same same but different name two players on the team but either way game super good game was that the first time you'd been in that stadium i i've been a couple times so like i'd been to a dolphins game last year and then um i'd also been to a soccer game there actually um i think it was uh Manchester United against Chelsea, actually. Uh, oh, sweet shit. Game. That's like, yeah, that's sick, like a big game. game. Oh, it's huge. And um, yeah, no, so uh, I've been to Hard Rock Stadium a couple times. Super nice, like unreal. Yeah, I didn't expect it to be as nice as it was because I know it's been around for a minute. I think they changed the name to Hard Rock. Well, so it used to, it used to, they used, it used to be the Orange Bowl. Like they, like that was like the stadium. Yeah. That was the Orange Bowl? Yeah, like that was like what it was called when it was because it used to be Miami Stadium as well as like the Dolphins and they like did a whole restructure of it and yeah. Damn. Okay, that's pretty bad. That makes it even cooler. I didn't. I didn't even Sick. realize that. Yeah. I love it. I love that stadium. I also love how it's not. If you don't know, which I didn't know before moving down here, I you think it's in Miami. It's really not. It's closer to Fort Lauderdale. I'd say like almost maybe in the almost dead center in the middle. It's in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, yeah it's it, in Fort Lauderdale. Like I can see it from you go up to the 25th floor. You can I could see it from from my building. It's it's fantastic. And I'm just so happy football's back. I feel like everything after everything that happened with you know COVID and all that shit, having fans back. I feel like I was sitting at the bar last week or two weeks ago, and I was just like, everyone's smiling, everyone you're chirping each other, whatever, but it's like everyone waited for this moment to be sitting at bars yelling for your team crying because you lost happy because you won and now you're just like we're back like i feel like everyone took a breath you know three weeks ago and now it's back to normal also just being in a game atmosphere like an actual stadium like a packed crowd like that was unreal it was so electric it was and we watched one of i've never seen i was talking of course sean was elated um but I've never seen a, a NFL football game with that score, even anywhere near it. I mean, that's a college football score. It was bad. Jacoby Brissett's. Dude, you're telling me after he screwed us on. But the, I mean, the, also the, the Dolphins offensive line is just garbage. Which, you how do you invest in a franchise quarterback and then not do <laughs> the Dolphins? Yeah, I don't know how you don't have an offensive line when you spend that much money in a first round pick 
on a stud like Tua, and then you just can't like that just doesn't make sense. It's this, it's the same type of situation with the Bengals and Joe Burrow. Like they had the opportunity to take Penny Sewell for the like the Detroit Lions like offensive lineman, but instead took Jamar Chase. And this is right after last year Joe Burrow tore his ACL. It's like you're not going to try and protect like. Like you're you're not going to try and protect like this asset that you just invested a ton of money in. Like you're just going to get him another weapon. Like what is that going to do to make sure that he stays healthy and stays on the field? I know after it literally blew out every ligament, whatever muscle in his knee. And then you're going to be like, Oh, let's get him a wide out. It's like, what, what are like, we okay. doing here? I get it. Cause it's like they played together, but at the same time, it's like, come on. Like you got, you got to invest in this guy. I agree. I agree. Well, we'll end it off with this. Um, so the reason Shane's on here, obviously he's been one of my best friends for my entire life, but we'll keep things a little bit under wraps though. You'll be seeing a lot more of Shane all around, you know, all the content that we're making a lot more videos coming soon. Trust me. I know I've been saying that for months, but it's, it's hard to get the logistics behind it, but I think we're finally getting some pieces in play. And so you'll be seeing a lot more of Shane here pretty soon through all the avenues. Um, and I appreciate you coming on. I fucking could use your expertise in the, uh, the radio podcasting world and, um, yeah, a lot more to come, a lot more to come. So everyone look out for it. Make sure you share. Um, again, this has been episode 66 of the idols travels podcast. Video version is on YouTube. Just Google idol to idols to rivals. You'll see our beautiful faces. And, uh, if not, if you're driving your car down the highway, Spotify, Apple music, whatever you got, appreciate everybody for listening and, uh, we'll see you next week.